0: I'm back. it's another episode of Carpetbagger. <laughs> I almost forgot the name of the thing. It's okay it's only one episode in. I want to say I am unbelievably grateful for all of the incredibly delightful feedback and uh, positive encouragement I got from the, f- the first episode with my lovely and talented friend Christy Vega. Today, I am uh, coming to you from a car parked outside of a delightful old hotel called the El Rancho. I've been driving for, I don't know, since 10 a.m. this morning, and it's now, oh, a little after midnight. Um, I started in, good lord, I don't know if I, I started in Missouri this morning. And now I'm in Gallup, New Mexico, at a charming, charming old hotel that hosted many stars of westerns of yesteryear that filmed out here in New Mexico. Um, I'm staying in a room named after one of those stars, I forget. But I'm next to Doris Day and across the hall from Lucille Ball. I think uh, I've been thinking a lot about this all today, and I'm really... I'm really grateful that I get to have this opportunity to sit down and talk with interesting, talented people. I promise we'll mix it up in the next few episodes and talk to some people who aren't just restaurant people. For all you people who don't give a shit about food and just eat uh, Perfect Bars or Go Macro, whatever's hip these days. I talked to Diego, I think a couple of weeks ago now. He is a, a very dear friend. An incredibly talented chef. You would know him from uh, most recently, he's gotten a ton of press for Poltergeist, his uh, restaurant inside of the incredibly entertaining Button Mash, which is an arcade in Echo Park. He's been described as the king of chaos. He just got one of the best new restaurants in America from Esquire magazine. He's been written up by the Los Angeles Times. Diego is—I don't know how do I how do I describe someone like Diego? He's—he's uh, he's insane in the best possible way. A loose cannon, as you will undoubtedly hear momentarily. Loose cannon—I don't even know if I like that expression. Diego is a stream of consciousness person. He's the reason I think his food is so good and he is so talented as a chef is there's very little filter between his mind and what happens on the plate. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but my fucking God, when it works, it is absolutely incredible. I, I love this guy. I know uh, many. I know many people that I also care for do not have the same feelings. He can be a polarizing figure mostly because he just doesn't. Uh, he doesn't have a filter, and he says what he thinks. And a lot of people, uh, unfortunately, don't have uh, a sense of humor that really corresponds with Diego's. Anyways. Um, I'm really happy I got to sit down with Diego. I think it's a really fun conversation. It goes all over the place. If you haven't had twelve dollar pasta from him on the street, or a Thai Caesar salad, or some other monstrosity he's cooked up at Poltergeist, you are absolutely fucking lutely missing out. So get over yourself. Go check it out, at Poltergeist. Next time astronaut pops up, wait in a two and a half hour line, and uh, just. Enjoy because he really is an exceptional person and uh, a really, really talented chef. So, without further ado, enjoy this conversation with Diego Argoti. All right, here we go. This is Carpetbagger. This is Royce Burke. I'm talking to Diego Argoti. The uh, what? How would you describe yourself?
1: I I don't have to. Everyone else does.
0: Oh, fuck.
1: Oh. oh shit.
0: <laughs> Diego is a very talented chef. Um, a delightfully absurd human being. Uh, someone that I'm uh, fortunate and terrified to call my friend. Uh, and um, I'm just looking forward to talking to you about you know, whatever the fuck. I think... I mean, you're you're at Poltergeist now, which is your creation yeah. inside of the um, arcade world. Um, but I love your food. Uh, you worked, you know, you've worked at any number of incredible restaurants, but you probably... Would you say your most formative... Uh, experience was the best Ambevel? Or yeah, that, say, that's like yeah. the
1: longest the longest time yeah. I was with. Um how long were you there? Probably around eight
0: years. That's a long um, fucking time. I don't think I've ever worked it was anywhere a long though.
1: time. Yeah, well there was like I got fired for like it was it was weird. It was I'll be there for like two years and then I got let go for not garnishing a salad correctly. And then you
0: gotta but then Ori,
1: <laughs> um, uh, then Ori, this is like 2015 best. Yeah. So that yeah. was, that was a good time. Um, <laughs> but then he would he'd send me to like, uh, key spaka but then i would still be working, like buying all the produce from the farmer's market. And I worked in key spaka for a bit. Um, I think I got fired from there too. um, that was more like attitude stuff. Uh yeah, I could see that. I could I could see that too. Um, <laughs> I think the first time I've ever done crystal meth was at the bathroom of Kispaka. Um and that was cool. That was, that was worse places <laughs> to do crystal for the
0: first time, I guess. <laughs>
1: that was it was a good one. It was upstairs, really. Um so when I when I was uh yeah, I was doing prep. Yeah. <laughs>
0: If it's anything, anything at all, like cocaine, it's great for prep. You know, my my, my favorite flex is just like, oh yeah,
1: I used to do crystal math and then just like see what happens, or you just like talk about hot railing, and then you see what happens in the room,
0: and it's like who's real, who's real, and I, who's not. I have a friend uh, who's an incredible writer and has been a working prostitute in Los Angeles for. A very very long time, and is probably the only person I've ever talked to who seems to have a relatively healthy relationship with crystal meth. Shouldn't you say sex sex worker? She calls herself a prostitute. Oh then
1: but, oh yeah, oh, sex worker. Yeah, I
0: mean, she's a talented writer and a talented sex worker. You know,
1: there are things that people call me that I just I can't say out loud right now, but you
0: know, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's like, and, and I get paid for it too.
0: There you but, go, I mean, at the end of the day, we're all uh selling our time for money, so Jordan, Jordan has no idea what's going on,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I got him half a sandwich from Bay cities so. uh,
0: that's true love <laughs> um, um i got
1: I got recognized from a customer at Bay cities with the Mars Volta shirt on. he had a little kid, mm-hmm. and he was like West Sider that just like came up and said, I'm a really big fan. And his wife was there and she was like, I told him not to say anything. Said, it, was, it was like, I was like, I was like, if I wasn't a chef and I was, I, I would probably be you, that guy. Yeah. Just, I would have been him with a yeah. Mars Volta shirt and kids and like in Santa Monica and like an alternate
0: universe. Honestly, and then hear about, you know, yeah. Honestly, though, I think that's the better the better version of that scenario. I've been in places before, and then looked at my Instagram DMs and seen somebody be like, "Hey, I'm at I'm at uh, such and such cafe, and I just saw you. Just want to say, you know, a really big fan." Blah blah. blah. I'm like, I'm still standing here. <laughs> like, I'm literally still here. Like, this is now very creepy. Just come over and say fucking hi. Is that Daniel's so much- again? <laughs> Is that just Zormigan?
1: Because no. it happens to be with him too. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like he like, knows right, to come I'm say sorry. hi now. Uh, but no, there it was just some fucking some gal. No, uh, Zormigan
1: has no shame of saying hi to anyone at any time and taking a picture. Absolutely not. Well, you know,
0: and it, thank God for people who actually like to support restaurants like him. It's he just oh. really cares. That's fun yeah I don't think i, I care think. about anything that much
1: i care i care about i care about other people uh, i hate to admit it it's so easier now you didn't but
0: it's like, easier if you didn't but uh that is i think one of the everybody would love to think that you're just an insane person, but you're a really sweet fucking sweetheart who actually cares about people it's It's a really annoying part about you I gotta ask you. I'm I'm curious, as you know, I've known you for a while now, uh, uh, for better or worse. Two years. That's not that long. You only know me for two years. Is that
1: it? Complex Complex Con 2021, maybe 2022. Ah. Actually, November. Well, yeah, because your phone died. That was not yeah. 2022. My phone
0: died. Your phone died. I had to come find you. Yeah. You asked me if you could ask me a personal question. Yeah. And you were just trying to figure out how the fuck people knew me because no, I was, was like, just, "What do you do?
1: Uh... Like, what do you what do you do?" And I, I know you got like, I was like, "I was like, is he an influencer? What is an inf-? I You? It was really interesting because, like, I unfollow after the fifth selfie.
0: Hmm. Yeah. It's and then there's
1: there's <laughs> you have like. You have like fifty-five selfies, you know, a and, and then yeah. the, the cigar, and I'm like, all right, <laughs> like, that's more—that's commi- more, that's more self-destructive than anything I've ever done, in my mind, like in my the universe. of like, watching or the watch, selfies? Just the selfies and the like this like like sad boy this is life i'm eating a <laughs> croissant right now and i'm really valuing what the world is and just <laughs> butter and dough and like you know it's like i'm so grateful and and what that an
0: shit
1: is so like that's scarier to me than anything i've ever done i could cook that's for fair. like 200 people with a burner that doesn't work you know
0: um that's an interesting. I think we've both done the like crazy weird pop-up thing. You've taken it to a whole other level. I once had, I was once doing a a food podcast years and years ago and the host was like I the way I think of you as a chef is I I think I'm going to show up to a a big party with a couple hundred people and I'm just going to find you in the middle of it cooking over an overturned trash can. Yeah. And I was like, that's a, that's a, that's a, I'll take that as a compliment. But But, I think, but then you, but then what?
1: No, 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 no. Go on. Whatever you're going to say is way more important than me. No, that's not true. I was going to say your trash, your trash can is now an aluminum, um, is a, your trash can turned into an aluminum tin that holds your lasagnas. And now they're just a bunch of little trash cans. That you put inside an oven. <laughs> and so it's, it's... I know. A lot, of, it's, a lot of
0: tiny trash cans of lasagna. A
1: lot of tiny trash cans of pretty delicious lasagna. I didn't want to like it. I was like, fuck this, dude.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, I wouldn't want to like it either. Yeah. Uh But, okay. So I haven't known you for that long. I've known you for a couple of years. It feels now longer. That's, it does feel longer. I was curious as, as you've, you know, achieved a level of success and everyone's talking about the insanity that you're doing. Um, I was reading, I was reading the Bill Addison review earlier today and it was, it was really interesting to read it from the perspective of seeing like, you know, a critic is somebody who reacts to something. They're not creating, right. they're not doing what you're doing and creating a new dish or a new, you know, creating an experience and out of the chaos of your mind, everything they're creating, the words they're putting on the page are in reaction to what you're doing. And it was interesting reading it and just seeing somebody trying, trying really hard to make sense of what the fuck is going on in your head through your food. And then finally giving up. And just being like, okay, I really like it though. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but I'm really glad that he's a lunatic and is okay showing it.
1: Yeah, I I enjoyed that it was, we had like an hour and a half interview on the phone. Um, I tried to meet him in person and he denied me. And then I was like, he was like, well, you, you already know what I look like. And I'm like, you always look like, Fred Armisen to me, and (laughs) and then he said like he was like ah well he was like someone said I kind of look like a young or an older George Clooney and I'm like all right now now you're not gonna go get lunch with me and you're gonna fucking compare yourself to George Clooney and (laughs) and then like a gay Batman joke showed up and Uh, then we were just we were just like you know that wasn't for me surprisingly enough I was not the 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 gay Batman initiator, but now I I do. We have an inside joke about gay Batman, Um, which is just a beautiful. Yeah, Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, And and then he asked me, he asked me like one question. (laughs) And he was like, Where does, why the name Poltergeist? And I just talked for like 25 (laughs) minutes of like, just of every, and then I was, and you could just see his reaction of just like, Oh, Okay, and I was like, All right, <laughs> just had to answer it and, we were like, and I was like like, there we go. That's how my brain works, and he's like, yep. Oh my god, I feel, I feel like I know you better just by talking to you, I can understand how mm-hmm. you cook because um, it just kind of I, I I kind of like to have an idea or a question or a title or just whatever that may be, some sort of identity to something and then just bring it mm-hmm. into a place where it just like travels and And it doesn't seem like, it's almost like a heist. And you don't know if you're going to get away with it or not. Or just kind of like, it's like fire fest every day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) Yeah, no, it is. There's an element of like every time, no matter how many times you've done it, no matter how confident you are. And the confidence does increase, I feel like, over time. But you're still, every time you send, at least for me, every time you send a dish out, it's like you're... You're just you're still just waiting to for everybody to stand up and be like, Oh, you're full of shit. And um yeah. and no one's ever gonna eat your food again. Yeah,
1: and you don't and that's the thing. You don't know if like I could do something way simpler and that would probably work for a larger mass of people. Larger audience, you know? yeah. If I did what Donna's is doing across the street, which is, you know, full, cool, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just like i can make it i could cook italian food it's like i know how to make mashed potatoes like that's not yeah. you know it's um i like how i i, I follow mashed potatoes that's what I'm talking about italian food um <laughs> which is just like what, what's that movie the big the big night the big night yeah yeah that's that's i could cook all that stuff everything in that movie yeah. i could i could just yeah. make a restaurant based off of that just a um, Ban restaurant, yeah, yeah. Timban and hot dogs,
0: <laughs> um,
1: and then just just make a sauce out of mashed potatoes and spaghetti. Um, but for me, it's like I, I don't know. Just putting my name on something and mm. actually like the scariest part's opening up a restaurant because throwing a really fun underground whatever pop up where you don't know if it's going to happen again. You don't know when it's going to happen. It's just like, it's almost like fueled off FOMO
0: Hmm.
1: is the opposite of actually sustaining a business. And having to sustain a business is like, like in like having other people working with you and just knowing that the success doesn't, you teeter the line of like, Am I trying to express myself artistically, and not or art, artist artistically or artistically or both? <laughs> um, yeah. Am I yeah, am I trying so. to express myself in a certain way? That like, uh, what are the consequences? Is that even what I want, or is it just what I feel like I have to do? And now yeah. it's like the pressure on it. So I, I I made a dish the other day and it was like, like a baked ziti situation with like ricotta gnocchi. We all ate it. Yeah. And then having your whole staff kind of tell you like, it's good, but it's, it's not, it's not poltergeist or it's yeah. not this, or it's, it's not weird enough, which is even harder. And it's just like, <laughs> like, I just made something super delicious and it was really tasty. Like, this is what I want to eat. Yeah. But that's not, that's not who I am in this place
0: right now. You know? Well, yeah. You've created an identity for this concept. And as much yeah. as I hate the word concept to describe restaurants, but you've created an identity for this thing. And now it's like, I've found that sometimes when I'll work with an established restaurant, and they have like an established identity, and they want to add new things, and then you have to figure out a way to like make a new thing fit the identity. that
1: right because like, okay. I could like you know if I do a a northern Italian or like in like early early two thousand tens and twelve, you remember everyone was doing regional Italian food and like it was all. I feel like until Ori kind of made. That very not clear what the kind of food he was cooking, where it was just like this like pan Jewish <laughs> Italian food that no one's seen before um which was which was like before that with like soto and with like you know so many other other places like you know even Angelini and like moza, it was just kind of like having regional dishes mm-hmm. that were just or re- just regional like ideas of, of, of what they're going for well I think um, that's
0: that's where somebody it's interesting that you have kind of your formative experience with Ori because he does have such a uniquely like he has an identity that he's created for those restaurants I like I always describe his food at bestia as and and in general. But as I always describe it, as like if your Southern Italian grandmother was like cooking for you at the farmhouse, but she was also like ex-Israeli military. That sounds like a very specific farm. It's it's a really <laughs> yeah, specific I know. farm, I know, and know. Uh, it's uh, the food's great. The food's I know, great, I, but very yeah. polarizing. It's funny because
1: like there 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 are even so many rules with his food of like what you can do and what we can't do, and. I remember calling him like two days before we opened up poltergeist and I was still establishing the menu like a week before we opened. And, um, and I remember just telling him, I'm like, I just want to let you know, man, I, I have a lamb neck on the menu. I have like, almost like I owed him that explanation, yeah. which I I don't, I don't. And I, and then he agreed. He was like, he was telling me, it's like, you know, the amount of stuff and the amount of, work and the amount of like time that you put into that restaurant like i, I butchered all the lamb necks and roasted yeah. them all for fucking Bavel before we even opened we did r&d for like a year before we opened Bavel while i was doing like like him and i c- worked really close with recipe development and like writing the books and like you know whatever he needed and it, to the point where it was like just the concept and the identity of like how it cooked it was it was it was yeah, it was a huge influence, but also I'm doing it in a way that's not even the way I would want to cook a lamb neck right now. You know, yeah, I, I like it; it's cool. But like right now, like if I'm going to do it right now, it, it just, it's just it'll be it'll just be a different thing. I'll, I'll probably do like yeah. mole and po- cover it in like crickets and ants. But you're yeah, you're stuff. doing a
0: you're you're a different kind of cook, and that's that's a thing with like when you cook for other people. Or and you and you're like you're still you're still yourself and you still cook like yourself in a way, but you're, you're everything's through that person's lens. And then when you start doing this thing on your own, and it's just like everything's fucking wide open.
1: Yeah, like when you started you, doing Astrono, no. Yeah, a hundred percent. That was almost to the point where, like, it concerned Ori of how like weird it was. Give me one second. Should we? How do you feel about chocolate-covered ants? Mm-hmm. Chocolate-covered, ant.
0: chocolate-covered
1: ants for a new dessert. Uh, the, the the little ants that use a damian, the yeah. cata, What are those ants called.
0: Are they, they the go. peppery ones?
1: Yeah, the big the big ass ants. Yeah, yeah. The ones that you would, you would, if you were an ant, they were the ants you'd fuck. Yeah. Big booty, big booty ants. You know, not the little booty ants. Um, you don't know my ant type. Did you hear about me eating a, a bug? Uh,
0: yes. You told me in front of a diner.
1: Yeah, it was just a really thing. Calling, so I yeah. I want to I want to put bugs
0: in desserts. I think you should put bugs, bugs in desserts. Yeah, I, I'm I'm I've, I've been a fan of ants for a long time. They're just such a. They should be. Like, if we farm stuff like that, it's. It's. uh, There could be a great seasoning. Like, they're mostly just peppery, but then you have some varieties that are very, like, lemongrassy. Which I don't need
1: that many. I haven't eaten that many ants.
0: I know crickets are cool. Crickets are cool. They're a great source of protein. I feel like we got to change the fucking rules for food production so we just don't have to tell people what we're putting in it. Because I think, like, if you just ground up cricket. And used it in making a new burger or something, and did, people didn't know they wouldn't fucking care. It's just a good source of protein and it's, you know you just use it but once you tell people it's a cricket, they just lose their
1: it's the little it's a little arm the moment the little arm with the little jags on it like the moment yeah. you see one of those and like and, and something's gonna happen, some processing thing is gonna happen. Or you're just going to see a little arm on your plate. And then you're going to be like, what the fuck? Or you're going to pull it out of your mouth. And then that's like, that's all it takes, you know, but.
0: Okay. Yes. Yes, (laughs) How, how are you feeling now with everything?
1: Uh, it's, it's, uh.
0: I mean, you're making food that you're proud of. You have a team that is complicated but proud of which i also i think you're one of the few people i know who I, I never have to explain the idea of like human beings are just messy complicated gray area and i think it's part of good
1: so, right riley reed went, came to the restaurant yesterday and um i just like I was at this concert, and then I just like texted one of the owners. Uh, was working the pass, and I was like, "Make sh- like if anyone in our team is like disrespectful or is gawking or is fucking yeah. weird, like you let me know, I'll fucking tear them apart." And and then there's like some other like locals, just like I was just like, "Dude, people are people, dude. Yeah. Her, enjoy your birthday, and chill. Like it's it's good." And that was like my proudest. One of my prouder moments was like, "All right, you guys aren't fucking creature weirdos." Yeah, and I was like,
0: and they're like, "Yep, they're totally cool. It's good, you know." Um, okay, so you like your team? That's good.
1: Uh, no, like, but uh, I love them. I wouldn't like, yeah. but they're not. They're not family. Like that's our thing. We'll no. never say we're family. You're not family. Everyone's that's replaceable, the including myself. Yeah.
0: Like, just because it's a very intense uh work environment does not make you automatically family.
1: Yeah, that and you, it's like
0: yeah.
1: I would not I would never work I would, if if you never want to talk to your family again, you should run a business with them.
0: You know, yeah, if you never want to have
1: problem. a, you know, like friends, I can't I can't hire friends. I had to like let go of one of my closest friends like uh, you know, Mauricio from Helen Rays. I just I yep. had to like I I love him. And I had a let it I had to let it go I just it was getting to a place where so much of that energy was going towards one person that I just like trusted, but I wasn't yeah. putting that attention in everyone else and I just had to like call it and I'm like like this isn't good for you it's really not good for me
0: and like I just it's really healthy I think uh you you don't want to lose those people' as friends you also I think much like when parents try and, you know, keep the marriage alive to like, for their kids sake, it's the dumbest thing. It's like, if it's not working for you, it's probably not working for them. And the oh, sooner yeah. they can move on and find something that does work for them, the better for them as people. And for you, Then
1: everyone's going to be better. Anybody. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. yeah everyone's going to be better. And it's like, now going back with, with the team and like, I was cooking with – when that happened, Sebastian blamed himself so much because it was just Mm. kind of letting things go and, like, seeing what happened with Mauricio and his attitude and, like, how he, like, didn't really – you know, he's a charmer. He's a charming guy. He knows how to talk. He's a big talker. And it's like you give those people the benefit of the doubt, and then they say they're cool, and then you turn around, and it's like we're all fucking – now we're all, like – We're all there for hip. You know, it's almost like, like, it's like uh, a thing of like trying to prove yourself. And I always compare it to soccer. I I don't play Mm. soccer. I just know soccer really well. I watch it with my dad all the time. And I always say it. It's like, yo, dude, if you're going to, anyone can make a goal. But if you're going to be a fucking, if you're on defense or if you're a goalie and you're going to make a goal, you better fucking make that goal or you just fucked over everyone. You know? Like if you're not going to pass the ball, you better fucking make the goal. And that's like or you just got to pass that shit around, you know? You got to pass it everywhere and it's like the biggest part is, is 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 our defense, you know? We did it. We have the restaurant. Yeah. We have the menu. We have the people. We have the execution. We have the cooks. We have everything's prepped out. Now it's like you got to defend. We made the goal right when we got there. We're ready to go and that's like you just make one goal and you make sure no one else makes another goal on you, you won. Yeah. You won and you got to protect that. But that was affecting Sebastian so much to the point where it was like, it really got him down. And we had a really bad service two weeks ago and I just found my inner 2015 Ori Minashi and started, (laughs) it was, it was, it was bad. And I, I couldn't, we do this thing where like if I'm raising my voice or something, we'll put our hands up and that's where like, I just have to stop. We all have to stop and just listen. And it's, and he was just eating, eating, like he wasn't asking for help. And he was just like, so it got to a point where like, you're so focused on one thing and you turn around and everything else is just going down. And I just told, I just told him to go home. I was so angry. I was just yelling so much. I was like, just, you need to leave. You need to fucking leave. I'm just going to get it's not,
0: Yeah, And that's not going to help anything. And it's not going to get better because when you get into that place and it's just tunnel vision during the headlights, you, you're not going to, you're not, you can't pull yourself out of that while you're in, while you're fucking 30 tickets, you know. It's, then he uh, walks
1: in and we get fired on a Parker house roll. He's already leaving. And then he walks to the oven and I just fucking open that oven right next. Just so aggressively. Just fuck you. Like, two inches away, maybe an inch away from fucking touching him with the oven door. And then I was like, get the fuck out. And and then he just left. And then he didn't call me. And it was like, I was like, fuck. I fucked up. Like, right away, I, I brought the whole team. I'm like, I messed up. Yeah. I go to game. I'm like, I... I did not react very well. And he goes, what happened? And then he looked at the camera and I, you can just see it. And I just watch it over and over and over again. And I'm like, that is the person I did not want to be. Like, that's a person that on all the write ups and everything I say. And I'm yeah. like, I want to be the new chef of blah, blah, blah. Everything that I fucking that comes out of my mouth. I'm a fucking hypocrite. I'm a piece of shit. And that's, that's the person that I I don't, I didn't want to be. And I, and then, but, and then I call him back, and I'm like, what yeah. the fuck happened? And he goes, what do you mean? He almost hit me with a, a door. And I'm like, yeah, because you, you, you suck. You're sucking right now. And then really, I suck. And I don't know how to say I'm sorry, and I, I miss you, and please come back. And instead, I'm like, you know what? This isn't working. And I just hang up the phone. And, 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 and then I go back to game in Jordan, I'm like, Man, I think I made it worse. I think I, I think I, I, think I, I think I fucked up a little bit more than I think like I what dug happened. the
0: hole like twenty <laughs> feet deeper.
1: And they're like, it's been ten minutes. I'm like, what what happened? You were cooking. <laughs> I was doing this on the fucking phone while I'm cooking, right? And and I'm like, yeah, I uh, I, I said this stuff, and they're like, Diego, like you can't you can't make these rational rash decisions when you're so upset. And yeah. uh, now we have, so, so I was like, "Yo, dude, i I did not handle that. Well, I'm really sorry if you can call me back. And he doesn't call me the next day. And he doesn't call me the day after that. And I'm like, fuck, I take a bunch of mushrooms um, with some friends and I'm like, there's two things I don't want to talk about. I don't want to talk about Sebastian. And that same day, that Sunday, I, I walk in. I, I take care of my dad. I walk into my my house, and uh, and I see, or uh, you know, I go see my dad, and something's wrong.
0: Hmm.
1: And we got to call the ambulance, and he's like not good. And and then I'm like, fuck, <laughs> like like that was just. Yeah. I'm like, all right, let's go. Like this, this is. Hell yeah, dude! Best new chef, uh, LA's most iconic. Blah blah. Like this is it. This is it. when people ask me, like, "What? Well, where does your inspiration come from?" I always joke and I say depression, <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh, yeah. ha ha ha!" And I'm like, "Like no, like I need a, a reason to, to just continue."
0: And um, it's a counteract counteraction to it yeah it's just yeah
1: you know i just it was and, and and then he still doesn't pick up i'm like all right i like i I didn't call him back i'm just like waiting and waiting and then i i go with a bunch of friends um two newer friends that we, we just do a bunch of mushrooms and i'm like i'm not going to talk about this thing i'm not going to talk about that and our goal was to like watch coco okay <laughs> And I couldn't fucking get, co- I couldn't get Coco on. Right. And, and, and then, and then we were like, we went for a walk. We saw a view and you could just see, like, I'm just like, I'm starting I'm just starting to think about the two things I did not want to think about. My dad is still in the hospital. Yep. Sebastian still didn't call me. And I'm just like, and I'm just like breaking down and I'm like, do not, don't, don't go there. I try to put Coco on for like an hour and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. There was the connection was wrong. I had to go to a new account. I had my fuck. and I'm just at this fucking TV and I, we were going to call the night. And They're like, yeah, you know what? Like 15 more minutes. It's been like an hour, an hour and a half. <laughs> and I'm like, and I found a pirated version on YouTube. But that one was Jesus. just like demonic in the sense of like, we were not in a place. And then one of the friends, she was just like, you know what? We we could just, let's just call it. And I'm like, just give me 15 more minutes and I'm just so determined. And then I finally figured it out and, and then Coco went on and I just started crying. I just started crying and just like broke down in a way that I haven't cried in a long time. And I'm like, I just, I just needed this win. I just needed, I just needed this Coco win. That means nothing. Um, and then we had a meeting. Good. And and we talked and a lot of good came out of it. And it was just like everyone just put everything on the table right now. Like that's this is the problem. This is how you react. And I tell them, I'm like, I'm working on so much stuff. You guys gotta hold me accountable too. You know? Yeah. When I pulled the oven door, he was like and I was like, dude, I wish so badly you would just grab my fucking hand. And, just, and he's like, I can just, 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 make it. Just say fuck you, Diego. And uh, he's like, I can't do that. And he's like, you would either like it too much, <laughs> or, or, or he's like, I can't do. It. Yeah. I'm like, do something. Just like he was just like, 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 do something, dude. Like, find your, you know. Yeah, I feel like I use anger sometimes as like a motivator, and. And other people get sad and and he gets sad and like Mm -hmm. watching someone who's like six foot four that like has a way bigger dick than I do and just like way taller and just like and I'm just like yo you're huge and you're like strong and you're powerful and you're beautiful and now you're sad like you're just moping like I can't watch you mope get the fuck out of my face dude
0: yeah so I do I have to say I think it's a uh, it's a really good example of what you and I have talked about a lot, and I've been talking with a lot of people about where it's th- this is. It's just, I think one of the things I admire about you is that you're very open. You're very, um, you know, you've made a lot of fun of me for being a very publicly sad boy, but I think you know you <laughs> are very open about your depression and. And, and, and just being a fucking messy person. And that's what makes, that's what makes you human and being human makes you beautiful. And I think acknowledging those failings and, and being able to have that kind of open dialogue with the people on your team is really, really fucking special and really unique. And honestly, just, just, and just for yourself, like that is the thing that means, you know, you made a joke earlier that was half a joke. That you know that makes you a hypocrite and a piece of shit, and it's like I I talk a lot of shit on myself, but the the fact that you can do that means that you're not a piece of shit. The fact that you can do that, that you can even in the moment, as you started talking to your team, like you still continued to make more mistakes, but you you and you knew what the issue was right away. You knew what the like. You knew where you fucked up. You knew where he fucked up. No matter how long it takes you, getting around, like, having those conversations is really fucking important. And then just knowing for yourself that it, it, it is, I think, it doesn't do anyone any favors to ignore the fact that sometimes the cooking and all of the things that we commit to on a daily basis are a defense mechanism because it would be so much easier to just let go and sink into the inky black sea underneath us. But you got to like get up and get in a fucking boat and keep moving forward because you have responsibilities and it's a, it's a defense mechanism against just like giving into the depression. Uh, I
1: think about quitting and relapsing and being a mailman, like one, just like, just like, just be a cokehead mailman. Like, what's all, why a all mailman? Like,
0: why a mailman? Because I never man. once fucking occurred to me.
1: Why my biggest, my, my my goal, but I wouldn't want to be coked out. Like, if I'm, is I, I always wanted to be a a, a wedding planner. Like I love okay. weddings. I just came out of a wedding, and like, just like service and theater and just production and you know, mm-hmm. like every every single fucking thing about it, just knowing. How how close I can come from ruining the best day of someone's life, and also how close <laughs> I can come from just creating the best memory of their lives. You know, and like where the stakes are. FOB FOB, and I just like everything. And I'm that's still yeah. one of my goals.
0: All right, I'm just doing
1: this thing to like build clientele, and like I'm like fifty. If, if, if I survive fifty, I'll actually do what I want to do. but, but like. Make wedding cakes. Like, I want to make $20,000 wedding cakes in like 30 Fuck years yeah. from now. So I asked, Shannon, I asked Shannon Swindle to let me stage, and he wouldn't let me stage. I asked Genevieve, who like, I'm not going to say I, I used to work five hours for free every fucking day at Bestia. Like, you know, <laughs> I can't say that because that's not cool. But like, I was like, yo, can I stage for two days? I just want my, I want my pastries to get better. And no one's letting me fucking stodge. And they're like, oh, well, we have to pay stodges. I was like, I'll pay you back. I'll I'll, I'll pay you back. I'll I'll put the shit in the fucking envelope. I'll give you interest. Dude, if that's what it's about right now, I'll fucking pay you back. And then I, like Shannon, same thing. He's like, oh, you don't need a stodge. You're so talented. I'm like, I, I want to learn, Look, dude. We all,
0: no matter how fucking talented you are, you're always. Oh, I, I'm learn.
1: too. I'm oh. too talented not to learn, or do you just not want? <laughs> or you just don't want to teach me? You know, just say this is it, dude. I don't. I'm afraid what would happen if you learn how to make perfect cottas because you're gonna put pigs' blood and fucking cacao nibs on there. And I'm like, yeah, maybe, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Are you using that well, for me? Know? Yeah. I think I have to take a vacation so I could go stash in a different fucking country or state. Yeah, because I I, I don't have that com- uh, com- like camaraderie. Com- how do Comrader- you say it? Com- camaraderie, 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 <laughs> camaraderie. I don't have a camaraderie. So you want
0: to? Yes. You, you want to plan weddings? You want to make twenty thousand dollar wedding cakes?
1: Which, which in thir- in 30 years twenty thousand dollar wedding cakes is like a four thousand dollar it's gonna be now. like
0: Costco yeah
1: <laughs> yeah that's not that's not crazy I just <laughs> you know I make 10 t- I want to make like a cake a month yeah I that's get, yeah I want to open up more spots um, I'm looking at things right now where it's like I trust my team so much that I, I I'll leave on a Friday at
0: nine o'clock. That's a big deal. It takes a lot of people a long time to be a able to trust time. people that much, and that's that's a big deal.
1: I wasn't here on Sunday. I went somewhere. I forgot. I was at I was at June's wedding. I was at Shahab's wedding, and I remember yeah. a couple like some super newbers and people were here and like all this shit. And they'll send me a message, being like, "Yo, can you come out and say hi?" Everything was incredible, and I was like, I'm not there. And they're like, what, what the fuck? And I, that's my proud. That's my proudest fucking moment. Sarah, like, yeah. But I do that. It's not like I do that once. I do that all the fucking time. Even when yeah, you I came know, in last. I know, I know. Yeah, I was yeah. at someone else's dinner down the street. And I'm like, yeah. with Sebastian, and everyone's just fucking
0: crushing. Which genuinely you know? made me so happy. And like, obviously, I love seeing you, but it makes me so happy when my friends who are at restaurants still are just, are able to not be there, because that's, you you got, you have to have regular distance from it to be able to see things clearly, when you get, like, every time, I've, I and I've done that shit where it's like the first time you open a restaurant, and for the first six months you don't take a single fucking day off, and you're running on two hours of sleep, and you're cooked out of your fucking mind, you're drinking too much coffee, and yeah. it's just like, there's, it is not it's not helping anybody it's not It's not helping the restaurant it's not helping. like and the transition here. out of that that to transition
1: oh. out of that is is going to take you another 6 months to just be comfortable and okay and and you got to do it right away like i think i worked a lot when we first opened i think i think we had lunch right before i went to san francisco yeah and i remember just justin was there uh, yeah. from anna yeah Jack. Was at he PRD. yeah doing that to leave yeah. after a month, go to San Francisco on a Sunday and just be like, yo service started. And I remember being like, I was about to go on my phone and just text everyone. I want pictures of everything. And I was, a, I was in the hotel room and Gordon Ramsay that show was on out of nowhere. And I just pass out cause I've been up all night. I've been, and I just yeah. passed the fuck out at six o'clock and I wake up at 10 30. So I, I just slept through service and I'm like, fuck. Oh. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? And then I open up my phone, nothing. And I'm like, ah, what the <laughs> fuck happened? <laughs> you no. Know? And then I, I call him. I was like, Yo, how's service? So like, good. We ran. We still ran a special <laughs> that night when I wasn't there. Like, you we know, just it was like yeah. they did uh, squid ink or a Kenny with uh, with a uh, rabbit sausage. You know, mm. and it was like it was sick. It was
0: good. It sounds um, fucking great. Yeah. Do you ever? Uh, I'm gonna let you go. Do you ever wish you could die in a really horrible way, just so everybody who's ever written you off or been a dick to you or thinks that you're a dick feels bad about themselves?
1: Like, so, sometimes I'd be like, whose name do I want to write on my chest when I kill myself?
0: Yes. You know,
1: just so yeah. like, just like, 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 I, I thought just of, to like, like, ruin got,
0: their fucking life.
1: Like, right like. For, you know, Ori Minashi, and just draw a dick on my and like and like I love him, he's cool, but just to like yeah. fuck everyone up or like Thomas Keller touched me and like like that's just like <laughs> lies, you know. But like, but I already if I uh, if, if I hate myself enough to like kill myself, then obviously like it's not you know whatever I do after that, I'm re- I'm, I'm really gonna hurt people. So like, why yeah. not confuse them a little bit? Yeah, you know, make that, or make uh, it a little
0: weird for everybody.
1: Yeah, just put Mary fuck kill. <laughs> <laughs> just right, but yeah, no, I've definitely thought about that. It's um
0: for me, it's more. It's how- better. It's better. Yeah, because it's not. It's not. It's not about like this isn't. This isn't about killing myself. This is about being killed in I a really get- fucking awful way.
1: Oh, oh, sorry. Okay.
0: No, you um, need like it needs to be something like makes everybody who's ever like. Written you off or told fucking lies about you, whatever the fuck it is, just like they have to feel so goddamn bad about everything because for the rest of my life. Go, I
1: don't know if I want to go through. I, I I feel like I feel yeah. like they'll, they'll get over it. I feel like they'll get over it really quickly. Okay. Like all right, uh, hold on. Like, that gets rid
0: of that fantasy for me.
1: If I was eating if I was eaten alive, if I was eaten alive by piranhas. <laughs> Like I would feel bad, you know, like, or imagine I just got like a freak out. I went to the zoo and a tiger just fucking came and just decapitated. I think decapitation, you know what? I go to a what? country, you yeah. know, I'm not going to say what country, but right now I I think I could go to a couple countries and just like get decapitated.
0: Yeah. yeah. Then people have to feel pretty bad about that because that's very public.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're, public, you're a victim. Really.
0: Yeah, it's publicized. Yeah. They're holding your fucking long, beautiful hair up. That freshly decapitated. There's a great Louis C.K. bit about <laughs> freshly decapitated hits.
1: Are you sponsored by Louis C.K.? Because every every <laughs> I feel like every time I talk to you.
0: No, um, that was the last two times. I just watched a couple of his new specials.
1: Okay, the last That's why, special. It's on my he, mind, I just I just watched a piece of the special where he was talking about everything that happened with like the you know him masturbating and just like he's just talking about like that. Yeah. And I felt like kind of what you said. I'm not, you know, everyone's a piece yeah. of shit for being a piece of shit, and that, but like being able to talk about it in a way yep. where it's like it can still be very, very, very. Um sure, inappropriate for yeah. many people, but yeah. like like not denying anything. I'm just like, yeah, that yeah. that that, that, happened. that happened. And I did that. Yeah. And and it sucks. And that's yeah. my and 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 his joke was like, and that's kind of my thing. Like, that's that's my thing. I'm fuck, you guys all know what it is. You know, it's the only worse thing than that is like masturbating in front of a dead cat at a restaurant that's still busy. Just like if you're going to do it, just do it all, like I'm always about that, like if you go <laughs> if you go to per se and just Thomas Keller is doing that in front of a cat, like
0: a would, would probably
1: be better for that. it
0: would probably be a m- really memorable dinner. We'll put it that way.
1: um, I've never wanted to be a cat so badly in my life.
0: <laughs> God damn it <laughs> How of this how did it always ends up with cats. Is this gonna get oh edited? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wow. fucking I think so. A little bit. Not too much. A little
1: though. bit? Alright, you have fifty-seven
0: minutes, so you could you could get you <laughs> can get a good
1: fifteen out of there.
0: Um oh, man. Well, I love oh, you, buddy, man. and I hope you have a great fucking service. I look forward Me to too. having breakfast again soon. Me too.